0: So the Mom-Wife Career Life podcast is officially one month old this Thursday, and I'm so excited to share some fun stats. I officially hit 1,000 downloads this morning, and I'm so close to getting 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts. And I have to say my absolute favorite and best review to date is from my baby girl Kaylee, who just turned 13 this past weekend. And I truly want to thank everyone that left me a written review. I read every single one of them. One of the first things I did every morning after my first episode went live was to check to see if people were actually listening and if anyone wrote a review. I was more surprised that people were actually listening. I figured close friends would leave me a review because I asked for their support, but everyone taking the time to actually listen, I always say there is no better gift to give someone than your time. So a sincere thank you. But that review that Kaylee left, that review may be the only thing that tops your gift of time. What parent doesn't at some point in their parenthood look at their children and think, I really hope they are proud to call me mom. A lot of moms don't ever get that validation, that confirmation so clear. And a quick side note, if you're lucky enough to still have your mom with you and you've never told her how proud you were of her, please make it a point to do it today. Even if you didn't have the best relationship, now that you've maybe been a parent for a little bit, or if you're not a parent, you're still adulting, you're able to at least a little bit empathize with what your mom was living through or going through when she was parenting you, maybe stressed at a job or in a relationship. We don't always make the right decisions with our kids when we are going through something personal that we don't want our kids to know about. We all just try to do our best on any given day, and not everyone's best is the same. So that was a huge tangent. But this past month, celebrating every increase in download and every good review at my kids has been the absolute best part. Watching them cheer me on, giving me a high five when I reach a download milestone, it's been a fun month. And this upcoming weekend, we are going out to celebrate Mama's 1,000 downloads because that is something I hope for. It's something I manifested. It was a goal I wrote down. And the fact that I was able to make it this early is just amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all my listeners, to all those that left a review and that continue to support. You're making this mama's dreams come true. And that brings us to today's episode, celebrations. In our house, we love to celebrate. I love to celebrate. I go big on holidays with decorations and traditions, and especially birthdays. And being that we're in birthday season in the Pat House, we have Kaylee's birthday this past weekend. And now I'm starting to plan Michael's, I wanted to share my tips on what we do in our house to make our kids' birthdays super special. Let's dive into this week's episode of Mom Wife for Real Life. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work with time alone to take care of yourself and your needs welcome to mom wife career life i'm carrie a wife mom of three and a recovering perfectionist in this podcast i will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits organizing your home and your schedule being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third. It's time to dive into today's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. It is birthday season in the padhouse house. So we are in full birthday mode, just wrapping up one birthday, starting to plan another birthday. I think part of the reason... I go big on birthdays is because I have a December birthday and anyone with a December birthday knows how not exciting December birthdays are. It's so close to Christmas. I mean, I guess I'm lucky my birthday's December 10th, but I know people that have birthdays either on Christmas, day after Christmas, day before Christmas. Either way, Christmas overshadows your birthday every year. I've just gotten used to it and you know, doesn't bother me, but or maybe it does, or else I wouldn't be wouldn't be talking about it. But I want my kids to just love their birthday, celebrate life, celebrate all the amazing gifts they have, non-material gifts they have in their lives. So I try to make birthdays really special. And the tips I'm sharing today are low budget. You don't have to spend a lot of money to do special things for your kids and give them memories So here is a list of all the things we do in our family for our birthday traditions. And they're all low budget, so simple, easy ways to celebrate your babies. Tip number one, read a special book. And if you don't already have one, easy to buy one. Our first tradition is on the night before their birthday. We have three books that we read. The first one is on the night you were born. The second one is on the day you were born. And then the third one is someday. They're all books that I got at my baby shower. Instead of cards, my guests gave me books and then signed a little message in them. So all throughout my children growing up, I would read them these books and we'd start by saying this book was from and whoever it was from. So anyone that came to my baby shower, I still have all your books. We still have them on a bookshelf and every once in a while my kids get sentimental and they're like, I want to read this one. So these are three books that have to do with birthdays and growing up. So those are the ones that we read. I have yet to get through the book someday without crying. It starts out with the baby being a baby and then transitions into someday. But the page that gets me is sometimes when you sleep, I watch you dream and I dream too. And then turned into that someday you will. And it's all these different milestones and all these different things of the kids growing up. And I remember reading this book with my littles and thinking that that someday was so far, and I'm getting emotional just talking about it, that that someday seems so far away. And every year we read it, every birthday we read it, they've done another thing in the book. And I'm getting closer and closer to the end of that book with them having done some of these things. And for some reason, my kids get a kick of me crying when I read the book. And I love that it's part of our tradition. Number two, birthday morning balloons. So there's so many different ways you could do this. Some tape of plastic garbage bag around the door and fill it with balloons so that way when the kids open it, it's like a balloon avalanche on them. I just do balloons in my dining room. It started with just like a happy birthday banner and the number balloon of whatever birthday they were turning to and maybe like another one or two in the theme or a color or stars or something. But then COVID happened and your kids could not celebrate their birthday. So everyone used to do these big elaborate Things on their lawns or outside their house. So I started doing a big happy birthday on the outside of the house and then doing a whole bunch of balloons in the dining room. I used to get the helium filled latex and have them hanging from the ceiling, but it costs a lot. And even paying for the extra high float, half are on the floor by the morning. So then I started just buying these balloon arch kits for 15 bucks from either at Target or Amazon. And we do it ourselves. I bought the little balloon pump at Target and it makes sure life- they've. So much easier, and it's so much cheaper than going to a party store and having to pay for that. The third thing we do is we have a birthday bear. So this birthday bear was a gift from my in-laws. I feel like we've literally had him forever. He only comes out on birthday mornings because his singing happy birthday on repeat drove this mama of toddlers up the wall. So it got to the point where I couldn't let the kids play with him anymore. And couldn't get rid of him because he was a gift. And at this point, they were in love with him. So we put him away. And now he only comes out on birthdays. And he is very loved. So when you press his paw, he sings happy birthday. And his body moves around. And he has these candles that light up on the top of his head. And when Michael was a toddler, he was obsessed with the candles and just would always pull on them. And he pulled two off. We were able for a while to just put them back on. But they fell off and then we lost them. So now there's just two wires lights hanging on those two. But he's so sentimental. We love our birthday bear, even with the missing candles and the crazy wires. And it's also a beautiful reminder when we look at him of the toddler years. So birthday bear is here to stay. So when the grandparents are asking what to get the kids for their birthday, think of a sentimental birthday bear. And you can start this tradition too. Number four, birthday pancakes. I don't remember when I started this tradition, but it stuck. (laughs) We do birthday pancakes, and I make them in the shape of whatever number birthday they are turning. And all I have to say is, thank God I'm a recovering perfectionist, because threes are not easy to make into pancakes. Kaylee, for her birthday this past weekend, I made her the 13th pancakes, and usually the kids get to pick whether they want funfetti pancakes, chocolate chip pancakes. Luckily, this weekend, Kaylee took it easy on me since I had to make threes. And she just wanted plain pancakes, but then we also get to pick their toppings. So she had whipped cream and sprinkles. So birthday pancakes are an easy, simple thing to make your birthday feel special. I also now started doing them on the first day of school, and I make them in the shape of whatever grade they're going into. So fun little easy tradition. You're making the kids breakfast anyway. Maybe not pancakes, but you could also make any breakfast into numbers. Sometimes we do it with bacon. One year, Ashley decided she didn't want pancakes for breakfast and she wanted bagels and locks. So I actually put the locks on her bagel in the shape of her birthday. I forget what year it was, but we will find a picture of it. Number five, we give the kids a day of their choice. They usually get a birthday week where we do little things throughout the week, but they usually get one full day on the weekend of their choosing where they get to choose everything we do that day. And we pretty much say yes to any request they have, but they're also pretty good about not taking advantage of it. We call it pulling the birthday card. So if we all want to do something and they're like, hey, I want to do this, it's my birthday. We go with whatever the birthday person's wishes. Number six, a gift. So we usually let the kids choose whether they want a life experience or a party. I try to push the experience because I would much rather spend money on an experience where they'll have amazing memories than a party that's only a couple of hours. And it's usually a win-win for me, too. So Kaylee this year chose a Broadway musical over having a big party. So we just actually went to see Wicked yesterday. We did a whole girls' trip with Kiri, Ashley, and my mom and went into Manhattan. Of course, it was like the worst air quality day in history, but we made the most of it. And so our birthday gifts, whatever we do, we usually have them laid out on the dining room table in the morning. So I usually do the balloon arch. I get uh, a tablecloth in whatever theme the balloon arch is, and then we just put their presents on the table. So the siblings usually get a small gift. The grandparents get a gift. And whoever's birthday it is gets to decide whether they want to open all the gifts at once or kind of open them throughout the day. So usually they'll be like, oh, I want to open two. And then an hour later, they'll be like, oh, I want to open another. And then they give in and it's, oh, I just want to open everything. So they usually get opened all together. They're not all big gifts. They're all like little things like slippers or a face mask or body scrub, whatever girls are into these days. Number seven, Facebook posts. I usually create a little birthday collage and write a nice little birthday shout out. And at the end of the day, I let the kids read all the birthday messages they get from my family and friends. Nice, cute little thing to do with your kids. Number eight, this is something we don't do too often, but collect on those free birthday gifts. We know Starbucks does a free birthday gift, so my kids love going to Starbucks. But the only good thing about having a December birthday are all the free gifts that you get when you go to the mall from Sephora, Ulta, Bare Minerals. There's a whole bunch of stores that either give free gifts or, you know, an extra discount coupon. I usually end up using it for stocking stuffers for other people's gifts instead of myself. But it's something fun you could do with your kids, bring them to the mall, go to the stores, say it's their birthday and they get free gifts. Number nine, birthday dinner. We let our birthday kid choose whatever dinner they want. So sometimes it might be going out to a restaurant or sometimes it's whatever their favorite meal is that we cook for me. So those are our birthday traditions. But I actually heard of one the other day that I wish I would have done with my kids. So. Those of you with little kids, you should definitely start this. I might actually start it this year, but my kids are a little older. But number 10 is a birthday interview. They have really cute templates on Pinterest that have prompted questions, but you could also do this as a video. I think doing a video of it is really cute because then you're capturing not only what their answers are, but their age and their voice and their mannerisms. And it's something that, you know, you can compile year after year after year and just look at how their answers changed and how much they've grown. So I hope you enjoyed those 10 tips. But to do a quick recap, these are our traditions and easy ways that you can make your kids feel super special on their birthday. Number one, read a special book or their favorite book you read to them when they were babies. Number two, Birthday balloons. In whatever way you want to do them, have your child wake up to balloons. It's an instant birthday party. Number three, get yourself a birthday bear or a special toy or a thing that comes out only on their birthdays. Number four, birthday pancakes for breakfast. Make your kids a birthday breakfast in a shape of whatever age they're turning. We've also done biscuits, cereal on a plate, beagles where we put locks as the numbers. You can get creative with this one. Number five, let the birthday kid choose a day of activities or a day where you say yes to whatever they want to do. Number six, a gift. We like to give our kids an experience like a Broadway show or an overnight to a new city. It doesn't have to be that extravagant. You could take them to the zoo or someplace local that you've never been. Number seven, a Facebook post. Give your kid a happy birthday shout out on social media and at the end of the day, let them read all the comments. Number eight, take advantage of those birthday freebies. Do a little research of some of the stores in your area. Give out free birthday gifts and treats and bring your birthday kid around to collect on their birthday treasures. Number nine, birthday dinner. Let your birthday boy or girl choose whatever their favorite meal is for dinner. And number 10, a birthday interview interview your babies, and capture their answers on their birthday. Well, I hope you enjoyed our birthday traditions, and I'd love to hear what yours are if you want to share it on Instagram under this week's episode post. I would love to hear from you. Sending you so much love and light. Until next time on Mom-Wife Career Life with Carrie Patt. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be forever grateful you could take a minute, go over to iTunes, and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram, and tag me, and let them know that they are not alone, and live and create balance in their life too. If there's a topic you would like me to cover, or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life.